the last time you saw Matrix? Dude, I've been eating tacos and stuff all week. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> That's the boat I'm in. Yeah. And they got me explaining this. Episode of According to Alan. Um, uh, today is incredibly special. I feel like I say that every week, but um, in particular this week, not only do we have special guests, but we're in a special location. Um, I'm with uh, Chris Pappas from uh, Provecho Family or Provecho Latin Provisions, and then Nick Papa Miskowski because I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just going to keep you, mind, I'm gonna put your Greek term on mine. All right. Papa Miskowski. Papa Mihalakis. Skowski. Hyphenated Skowski. So, like, today you're Polish and Greek and whatever else you are. Uh, Irish, actually. Really? Hence hence the large glass of whiskey in front of me. (laughs) Well, I know if you were on the Green Room Live, you saw a little bit of where we were kind of getting after it from wine and beers. And um, I did mention it in the Green Room, which I should now, is that the, uh, what is the name of this specialty of crown beer that we're drinking? I should have got one more. Tapache. Tapache. We can, we can, we can make that one. happen. Yeah. Awesome. So it's a, it's a packed house. Uh, it's uh, usually from like, uh, it's after 9 o'clock on a Sunday, which I've almost usually hear. 10. It's 10 o'clock on a Sunday, um, mm-hmm. and you guys are now closing up. How long does it usually take you guys to kind of like, I know you guys closed at 9? Uh, eight. A little earlier, eight thirty. Eight thirty-ish. We're still trying to still trying to figure out the hours, so we're we're kind of staying open until kind of people stop coming in and we okay cool. close up. Yeah, good move. Good move. Yeah. So oh, I didn't introduce Josh. JV, Hi, JVDZ. Hi, he's in, my he's friends. In <laughs> yeah, he can't get rid of me that easily. <laughs> so uh, if you uh, were listening what? two weeks ago, um, we did our first segment of uh, Josh explains movies, which was. Fight Club, Fight, and Fight then Club. this, I believe this week will be Matrix. Okay. We planned on Back to the Future, but I don't think you saw that. No, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Wait. So this is I mean, I've seen it. I've seen Back to the Future. I just haven't watched it recently. That doesn't, that shouldn't matter. That, that sticks, shouldn't that, matter. That, that's, that sticks with you. Yeah, that's an iconic movie. Yeah. I've always wanted that skateboard with no Great Scott, Josh. Oh, yeah. Great Scott. And this is like the Crown Point Square is like the, the yeah. square in that yeah. movie. And the shoes sure. that have the... Yeah, the automatic... Yeah. Uh, they made those. I know. Was it Nike that made yeah, that collab? Tinker. Tinker is the, the designer who actually created the Jordans, too. Oh. That was cool. cool. Yeah, same designer. Cool shoes. Yeah, so I know we had you guys Bye, on... Scott. The last time was what? Was it uh, no, December? It was either late November or like early mid December somewhere there. No, yeah. Oh, before because we were projecting a November opening, right? No, no, I don't think we ever. I think we we kept it kind of abstract in February. Oh yeah, yeah. We met. Maybe I mean, we we met. I'm gonna guess it was December, or May, and then we, we met every shortly May. after that. Yes. Right? No, I thought to say it was like at least a month and a half. See, this is where it hurts when you don't do any research before. <laughs> <laughs> I could look it up. Sure, our uh, resident researcher and analyst. Regardless, it was, it was yeah, a while it, ago. Yeah, and it, so since the, then... The sun was out on a, on a Sunday? No, that was a Wednesday. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just, just made it more This confused. is all going to shit, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Local 219's podcast. <laughs> this is it. This is what you get every week. Um, so we've got... Uh, so that time was November, December, and then since then, you guys have opened... So that was good. March 13th, right? March 13th was the day. March 13th, yeah. Yeah, and then so what is it? It's been like a month since. Uh, I don't see a date, but it says three months ago. Three months ago. So what's what's been the date since? 
Like, how's things been going? So, like, you guys open 313? It's been going really well. I mean, uh, we've been really busy. I have to yell at my staff to be quiet. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, we've been, we've been really busy in the beginning. Uh, the first few weekends have been uh, really crazy. Uh, a lot of... I, we've been doing, what, I mean, 150, 160 covers. Yeah, not too bad uh, for uh, 95 seats. seats. Yeah. yeah. No restaurant, uh, no, the response has been great. The the, the feedback from from everybody coming in has been uh, surprisingly good. Surprise, yeah, surprisingly good. We had not super not that it's going to be bad. It's just well, the concept. Yeah. It seemed like you guys put a lot of thought into the open. You guys put a lot of, especially social media wise. You guys were great at that, and then you guys did a great job at designing it. And I think getting the word out in particular. I saw articles in the Times. Mm-hmm. I saw, you know, I know we did our podcast, and so I know we were here on the soft open, and it was pretty jammed. Yeah, it was pretty jammed. I feel like it was all over social media before it, before they opened too. Yeah, they did a good job across all, all platforms. I saw it everywhere. Sure. Oliver, Oliver yeah. did a good job. Yeah, yeah. Oliver. Was I'm not really taking responsibility. Give a shout out to him on that. that. That was all. Oliver that was all Oliver. And yeah. And so the soft opening was amazing. I know when we got here, it was four of us, and we just pounded all oh types my God. of dishes. It was so good. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was the rib, the the rib. Uh, what what is that called? The costillas. The costillas. You did the ribs, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I did. That's costillas in Spanish. Costillas. Ribs in Spanish. Is that double L? Costillas. Yes. Nice. Costillas. Castillas to the uh, to, to the lay person. You mean Castillas? Well, and that was incredible. Cause that we came had, with we've had that a couple times. So. That's funny. <laughs> you got, we had the we had the tortillas going, and then it was the um, and that came with like a bean situation of some sort. It was like a bean bowl. Is that right? Or am I making that up? Is that completely made up? Uh, you want to explain that, chef? Your bean situation? Uh, or, 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 or the like chicken taco? Or the, the it was chicken like a bowl of beans? Of chicken some chip? Sort. Like a bean soup? Is that right? The borracho beans. Oh, that's that's an accompaniment. Right, so that came with it. I thought there was a call the bean situation on the menu. <laughs> yeah, it's an entree. I, I've never heard like of bean uh, yes, <laughs> Can I get one bean situation, please? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. I'm going to do that at Crown, the Crown Brew Fest. Nice, let's The do bean it. situation. Oh, the man. situation of the bean. Uh, <laughs> no, yes, bracho beans. It's a side. It was awesome. Pork then, belly, chorizo. And what was yeah. the, So what was the other side then? Uh, to tostones, and what is that? Which is it's fried uh, green plantains, which is actually double fried. We fry them, uh, then we mash them, and we fry them again. Uh, a little bit of garlic oil and salt, and it's pretty fantastic. They're just like a kind of bite-sized, uh, mm, you know, yep, bite-sized yep. uh, little, little chips, kind of. But they have more texture, and it's uh, served to have like a little bit of garlic aioli that we make fresh in house every day. That was awesome. So Josh has not stopped talking about the garlic aioli oh, since he's stuff. had it that day. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's pretty good because we we make it every single day, so you really can't it can't beat uh, yeah. eggs and oil and. Yep. Yeah, garlic. So that was just one of them. Eels. I'm just a fan of aiolis. Now. You are. Yes. Yeah, he's a big fan. Yeah. And you turned him on to him. Okay. Yeah. So then he had the uh, he had the red snapper. In case anybody we was really that. wondering. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I love everyone aiolis. loves your aioli passion. Now that you've been yeah, talking right. about. It. I saw your post on the snapper because you posted the head. Yep. And you tagged me. Holding the head. Yes, in the sky. Did you see it, Nick? You I did not see it. Oh, I could probably show it's it. It's in the. I think it's on our IG. Yeah. Well, it's the people that you know tag you and stuff. You can like look it up, and he's like sitting there with the head of. Snapper. I was tagged. No, that's the, the restaurant. Oh, restaurant. oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm pretty bad about. It. There it is. I should have tagged you guys. That is outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> you picked that thing clean. It's like a vulture. Oh yeah, it was it was awesome. We don't mess around, man. That was a, great, that was a so, great shot. Since then, we've had four. I've been counting four people that do not want the head. 
I've had to cut it off before it goes to the table. Whoa. Really? Out of, I mean, if you had out to of a lot, out of a lot, yeah, like a rough estimate. Probably about, oh, probably. You think it's just an area thing, or probably? I mean, I was expecting it, so. I, the, the feedback that I always get on the floor is, I I really just don't want it to look at me as I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear a lot. But doesn't that kind of signify fresh, though? I absolutely. That's, I, I, I I prefer it that way. We've we've probably gone through I don't know, fifty, mm-hmm. maybe fifty. Yeah. 50 snapper since mm. we opened in That's four, awesome. three weeks, four weeks. Well, I know awesome. that was a higher priced plate. It is. But it's so shareable. Sure. I think four of us were just like nipping off yeah. it the entire time. It was great. I got a little bone in there, but I think I was able to manage through it. But I think that's what the, the, the brilliance of it is, though. It's so organic, right? Like it gives that presentation. Yeah, we wanted to do uh, one with like the whole bone in, like authentic, because like if you go to anywhere in Latin America, you, you serve the whole, whole fish. With like with sauce, just like we were serving it, and we wanted to give a option for no bone skin, like you know, boneless skin. This kind of option, so it's a little bit more mm. of a step stepping stone into the gotcha. culture. Something so, a little more familiar. Yeah, to, to what it, it came right off the bone. I mean, yeah. it was super. Oh, soft. it was amazing. It was delicious. So, it was amazing. So we did the snap. We did the salmon as the as the other option, and uh, it's ever it's ever rotating. I mean, we did we did. Uh, did halibut in the beginning. We hal- halibut in the beginning, yeah, and then we went to. Well, Salmon. I got about 30 pounds of coho that we can bring by if you... Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't know what the laws are on that, but at least for, like, you and I, like, right. as, yeah. as, yeah. as fishermen up there, I'm all about that all right. coho. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring some by for you. All right. So cool. the inside well, we'll joke on that, Josh, is that you, you can tell people that you went fishing all day. Oh, yeah, I went fishing all day today, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You smell like fish. I do, I do. I, I took, like, a 30-minute shower. When I got it's home, did, and it, it just doesn't. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. He came over at eight o'clock, and uh, you should have saw the temper tantrum he was throwing because of how tired he was. I'm tired. I'm really <laughs> something about being on a boat for that long just wears you out, man. Uh, but well, it's so relaxing. It is. It is. It, is. it was kind of choppy out there today, though. Was it? Yeah. I have a little windy. Yeah. So we had. Well, I'm sure it was. It, so we kind of had like uh, not really a cabin, but it was uh, kind of like tarped in on his boat. He's got like a. You know what I'm talking about? Um, <laughs> I, yeah. No, so I, I, do the not. Lines, I do not. The lines were on the back of the boat while we were while we were uh, kind of getting from point to point, you know. And uh, the water was freezing to the to the poles as we the boat was going through the through the lake. Mm. Like that's how cold it is. And that's a precursor to Josh explains movies. That's going to be happening in a Fantastic. little bit. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Can um, I can't wait but, to hear you explain one of my favorite movies of all time. So this is so this was the Inception. Matrix. Matrix. So we had the, the two... <laughs> unbelievable. So we had the uh, two... We had the Red Snapper, and then we had the um, Casillas. Yes. And then we had uh, the Queso Fundido. Excuse me, hold on. Oh, wow. Apologies. That was totally... Yeah. Oh, Worth it. It. <laughs> it. Started to get warm. I, I, I had a feeling it was coming like that. The Queso, the, the that. queso Fundido was crazy awesome. That's what she said. Thank you. That was good. Yeah, and that was like chorizo all over that thing. It was delicious. Uh, yes, that's like a, that's like a big seller. It's been crazy. Really, every other ticket it's got fundido. It's crazy. The yeah, most it's surprising lot. one in particular was the squid. I, okay, I so post. I I, 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 I was telling this to Nick today. That's one thing I cannot keep in stock. We we ran out of it today. Uh-huh. Uh, we ran out of it last week. I don't know how much to buy because I don't. I, I buy more and more every week, and it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And I would never think that. That'd be that octopus would be our biggest seller, and it, it's going. 
I mean, it's it's phenomenal, but I mean, it's also like it's it's something that people just you don't see a lot of octopus in this area. Uh, I mean, I, I grew up with it, right? Like you grew up with it. Like we, we you know, Chris and I grew up the same way. Like it's uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's very cultural and like Greek, you know, Greek culture really? have, to have a lot of octopus. And yep. I just, but the amount that we're selling is astronomical. I love it. I mean, it's it's good. It's I mean, it gets it's come, it comes in three times a week, fresh. But I I, I cook more and more. Those three times a week, it's, it's crazy. Um, we we go through, I mean, we vacuum seal them, so we, we poach them. Uh, we, we vacuum seal them with like garlic and olive oil, and then we uh, and a reheat, we throw them in the sous vide machine, throw them in the grill, and it's, it's served over like fingerling, like rainbow fingerling potatoes, a little bit of uh, uh, almond piccata, and it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. But when we had it, it was just like another thing that just you would not expect octopus to taste like that. You just wouldn't taste. You just wouldn't expect it, and I, I really attribute it to you, those pictures you guys did. I think it was the. Um, I'm trying to think of what event you guys had, but I think it was before the soft opening where you guys had people come in here to try tasting. the food, the tasting, the tasting. Yeah. and someone was just tasting. firing off pictures of that of that octopus, mm -hmm. and it just looked unbelievable. And I think that was one of those things that really kind of set the marketing for that. At least in my opinion, because it seems like the one thing people kind of everybody I talked to, I think there was like a couple other people that I ran into this weekend. They were like, "Yeah, try the octopus. It was awesome." It's like everybody I talked to was trying the octopus. So I, I think that it's a one of those items that were like people are like, oh, "I don't, I don't think I'm gonna like it," and but everybody ends up like just ordering it just because, and they end up falling in love with it because mm -hmm. it's so approachable. Like you don't expect anything. It tastes like nothing you'd ever expect it to taste like, and it's yep. anything. It's a lot different than any else. Anybody else would serve it around here because mm -hmm. it's not, it's not frozen. It's not. It's it's a lot different. You know, our, our the, the mechanics that we put into it and all the the tools that we use. Like it just it makes it taste so much better than anything like anybody else around here. I think. So. Oh yeah, I could even think about where you can't really like, describe it. Yeah, I, could even I think, think a lot of people are afraid of like the, the, the fishy quote unquote taste, right? So and, and what the feedback I get on the floor a lot is. Anybody who tries it has never had it before. They go, it's not. It's, it's not as fishy as I thought it would be. That's what I hear a lot about. Mm -hmm. And I mean, so, so like to, to take away like, I think one of the cool things about seafood is like if you can take away like the, the fishy part of it, which is like you know, like how Josh smells right now. <laughs> if you can take that, if you can take that part out of the equation uh, and like and provide people with really fresh, well prepared seafood, it kind of opens up their mind to something that they normally don't or uncomfortable trying. Or, or like normally wouldn't. I can get behind that, sure. Yeah, I think I think the octopus is a good example of that. Yeah, so. sure. I know the a lot of octo talk. There's a lot yeah, of octopus sorry. talk, but it's, it's it's, it's that it, good. It is that we, good. We though. had Thank it you. when we came here. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing I was going to add too is like the uh, the drinks in particular because you guys have a mix. It seems like you at least put preparation in mixologists, right? Yes. And you guys are definitely preparing those drinks, and so you guys have. And what, what is the one that you forced me to try? Uh, that night, yeah, it was, it was it green. Kind of, it was kind Ish. of spicy. Polonita, yeah, yeah. Polonita, and you were yeah. saying that it's like a I did a batch one. of that this evening. Yes, really. Uh -huh. it's, Your uh, bartender needs you, by the way. Uh, um, so yeah, we had the Poblanita that day, and then um, I think the, the beers. You guys have always having craft beers on there. I know, like you got this Crown Brewing special uh, special batch that they made with you guys in collaboration and then we also got the uh you guys do a lot of other things i know there's been 18th street going on there's been what else what else do you guys have on there is that consistently uh right now i've uh not 18th street all the time i'm gonna bring it back in soon um i have i have a mead downstairs that i'm gonna tap mm. uh, very soon interesting it was really good from black dragon meadery it's their blueberry uh, oh, it's, yeah. it's it is outstandingly good uh and i don't think there's not a lot of mead on tap uh, no. nearby anyways, anyways. 
uh, to, yeah, to, and to have something like fruity like that that kind of fills that fruit category, uh, we need that on, on the draft list. So that's going on uh, next week. Uh, I have Oberon on right now, which is a big sell for everybody. Sure. Um, the Crown Brewery Tapache has been going like crazy. People really seem to enjoy Three it. Three kegs already. Three kegs already, yeah. Three really? full half How many kegs have they been making of it? Right now we've... They're kind of doing it to order right now. We're talking... I, I should do it small batches. Yes. I, I, uh, Chris and I spoke with them last week. Uh, they're, they're one of their guys was here, and we're gonna we're talking about scaling up the operation a little bit and doing a much larger batch, so we have it in stock. Cool. Uh, because now we know the response has been phenomenal. People really seem to enjoy it, so we can. Uh, it's good beer. Yeah, Crown's going to invest a little bit more time and energy and money into putting a larger batch on, so sure. we can have it available all the time. So a month in, um, in retrospect, uh, has it met expectations? Has it come above it? Has it below it? Any kind of? What are you guys thinking? I, d- I didn't really know what to expect. I have no idea. Uh, this has just been great so far. So it's been I, phenomenal. It so. so a little. Uh, I think I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember if I talked about this in the last time that we were on the podcast. But I've had this nerdy <laughs> dream for a long time about. Uh, well, C two E two is this weekend. <laughs> so you could have could have probably fulfilled it something there. Uh, it's a, like a proof of concept dream, or like I, you have a group of people come in about this time who are familiar with the restaurant, familiar with the concept, and they sit in one of our big communal tables in the dining room, and they don't know each other, and they sit down and they kind of go, hey, what are we ordering, right? And that took two days. Two days, yeah, those are two days. Really? Uh, We were in the bar area, which actually is a little bit more privatized dining, a little bit more individual if you're not comfortable with the communal part of it. And I had three tables that were sitting right over here. it's table like 11, 12, and 13. And they didn't know each other. They were all two tops. And they started ordering food together at the table and then passing it across three tables. That's and there awesome. Was, and there was, cool. one, there was one table in the middle who was kind of facilitating everything. And I heard about it from one of my servers. And I walked over to the table and I thanked them for like just buying in and like enjoying the concept so much and I got a little emotional at the table because like I, I, I cried at the table. So I, <laughs> I bawled I bawled like a baby no it was just it was it was really really cool to see because it's, it's 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 scary to like invest so much time and energy into something that people might not respond well to and sure. I had I had this this amazing group of people within 36 hours who just like fell in love with what we do here yep. and uh, that was amazing to see yeah. so like thank you tear up right now I might yeah that's all right, buddy. No, it's been. It's I think it's, it's the burden. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, adding to that, I, I think that there's perceptions been very, very well taken. I yeah. mean, we've had a lot of repeat guests too. I think it's it's been crazy how many people we've seen on open table. Like we've got repeat. I've, I looked at reservations for the next like six weeks. Yeah. There's like this guy that that every other week his name is on open table. <laughs> yep. Really? Well, yeah. I know exactly who he is. Okay. And he loves uh, table seven by the window. <laughs> And he loves that girl sitting right there. Uh, requests, requests Mala every single week, uh, or every other week. It's, uh, it's it's him and his wife, and uh, they, they love it here. So awesome. it's been pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So far, so good. Really cool group. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny you guys mentioned the community side of things too, because um, that's one of my like my favorite things about New York City in particular is you go to a restaurant, you sit down to eat, and the next thing you know, you don't realize it, but you're at a table. With that was supposed to be sit for four, but you're at eight, and yeah. the amount of conversation it just kind of like yeah. you know sperm like spawns from it. That's just like amazing, um, and I didn't realize that would happen organically in a place like this, which is really cool because mm-hmm. it is so shareable. Yeah, 
No, it's it's been it's been really uh, really well took. I think so yeah. far so good. Yeah, it's exciting, and I'm uh, I'm anxious and excited to see what the patio season brings yes. because that's going to. We open started that. You start the patio started uh, uh -huh. building on Friday. Yep. Nice. And our furniture comes tomorrow. No way. Yeah. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. So yeah. it is. Josh was telling me four inches. No, from what, what I heard. From what I heard. What? What? That's what yeah. the guys on the boat were telling me today. That's horrible. That'd yeah. be awful. Not happy about it. So what's your biggest like learning lesson from this whole thing too? So far in a month. Oh man. Um, no matter how hard and how intensely I try and prepare for like every outcome, there's always gonna be something that like that <clears throat> that, that you don't expect or uh, that kind of throws a wrench into things. Like, we, you know, we had a, a, an open table snafu last night that kind of threw a wrench into my quote-unquote perfect way that I like to run my dining room. And you just, you, I mean, you can't stop, right? That's what I told my staff. You just, you know, I've never stop. Just keep going. And to figure it out together as a team. So, and I, I lean really hard on the people that uh, that I that I work with and that we've hired. And we have a really solid team. So sure. the support yeah. structure is amazing. No, I think that, that that's, I say this from day one. I think that, uh, his front of house staff, I mean, along with the back house staff, I mean, I can't, we got lucky. We really got lucky, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been, we've got people, like, you see this, or my staff right behind us now. It's like crazy. They're still sitting here three hours almost after we closed, and there's that people, this happens every night, though, until two, one, two, three in the morning, and they're, they're no like, kidding. They're not, it's not like they're getting drunk and, you know, and like, just being a slob, but they're actually engaging conversation and having a good time and like likes to, they like to be around each other and that's something you don't find a lot in this business no. um and they like to be here so it's it's cool awesome. it's really cool yeah. is this is this kind of feel like uh i mean can you guys feel like you're in the middle of like a romantic phase of like being in a startup situation and kind of i don't know it could totally it could totally be the honeymoon phase but i mean it's how do you how do you make it last right like you know it's it, what, what, do you, what are we doing now that's working that we want yeah. to continue and then the stuff that's not working what do we fix you know it's it's uh it's a constantly like you have to constantly learn and grow with, with, with what's happening every day and if, if you don't adapt then you fail so uh, Chris and I have always been from day one been very open to uh, suggestions from our staff uh, how, how we respond to certain processes we've said in the beginning if something doesn't work for you you come and tell me why it doesn't work and we talk about it we solve the problem sure. together this isn't a dictatorship I mean this is this is a team effort because we've taken it uh, you said this the other night, right? So one of the things that we do is we sit down with our staff periodically and we talk about things that we've learned uh, and things that we need to fix, kind of like you just asked us now. And uh, you want to talk about the answer that you gave because it was wonderful. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. Uh, you, you talked about... <laughs> nice job. You talked about being able to and let go. It. You being able to talk about let go. Like being able uh, to let go of stuff, right? Like uh, the song, Let It Go. Yeah. Frozen. Frozen. Can you sing it for me? No. I can't. <laughs> that would be... That'd be amazing. No. Uh, we, we we've taken it as far as we can at this point, but like to to kind of like lean on the people that we've brought in now, and to like that's sure. how we grow, you know. Sure. That's, well, that's I I can definitely relate. I think that's one one of the hardest parts. We were talking before we went on um, the podcast today um, because we're growing so fast. And you're right. Like these people who are kind of gravitate to you and that you hire and that come be a part of it you do at one point rely on them directly and to making sure that they become not only um, a part of the future, but what at least at least for like the time being, they're helping make it a future, yeah. which is really tough, you know? And, and there's a lot of responsibility to that and there's a lot of figuring out. 
And so when you guys are figuring out, it's like those those communication things, those like meetings weekly right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, to kind of have that happen a, a few times, times a week. Yeah. Uh, we meet every day pre-shift. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. And, and we talk meal. about yeah, we talk uh, family meal. Yeah, we, we eat we together as a no, I, I think, well, I'm, I'm confused because sometimes we, we talk a lot off air, <laughs> and then it's been the one time was three months ago. Okay, well. And I don't even remember who I was three months ago. Um, well, so, th- so I don't know if we talked about it three months ago, but for every single day before we open the restaurant, everybody's here about what? 2.30. Um, I try, the kitchen tries to have a meal together at like 3 o'clock, either a salad, starch, vegetable, entree together. Uh, at the same time so that everybody the whole front of house and back house staff should eat together at the same time and sit down at the same table and we talk and Nick and I will talk about things that a we should grow on or we saw or you know things to grow mm-hmm. and um, that's working out tremendously I think it, it's been yeah. perceived very well by the staff I think it's really really cool to have everybody come down and we, we collaborate as a team like hey this is what's not on the menu tonight this is what the menu is changing to be I've changed the menu like four times maybe really? five really already mm-hmm. it's like uh, once a week almost at this point yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's changes it, we print reprint every week uh, sometimes twice we t- in the first couple three weeks we paid like twice a week two or three times yeah. so I've added a couple things removed a couple things um, but we, we communicate that at, the, at these meetings and then we kind of go go forward every single day trying to better what we saw from the night before or trying to like maybe redirect a certain aspect of the menu or changing names or changing the way we approach things at the table or, or making sure that we address things at the table because like something didn't go well the day before like for instance we serve steak tacos medium rare rare which medium we rare. had too I forgot to mention that delicious thank you thanks thank you but not everybody likes for steak medium rare but that's just how I prefer to serve them and so that's one of those things in the beginning nobody really mentioned so now at the table the server should should uh, mention those come out medium rare so that way we don't make the mistake in the kitchen we're like oh these tacos went out medium rare they don't want they want them well sure. so that's one of those things that we keep growing on so is there any uh, as the visionary and the culinary side of things is there anything that you want to kind of see this place grow into moving forward that you want to kind of add in or is it just organic uh, it's too early on to say, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just trying to perfect what you have. Yeah, yeah. much. Yeah. Hammer down one thing at a time and then yeah. sure. And then see what happens. What's been the biggest surprise so far? Outside oh, of the man. group. Uh, outside of the group as in As in, as in the like the family group. perspective oh. and like the camaraderie. Uh, I mean, that, like, that two-day proof of concept for me was astronomical. So you're talking really, about the soft open. That you know, those people sitting and sharing food who don't know each other, eating off each other's plates, like that kind of mm-hmm. like, which would freak most people out. Uh, it's just that 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 I mean that kind of just buying in right away was uh, was very comforting and very rewarding in the beginning when you know when you're nervous and freaking out. And sure. It was uh, that was the most amazing thing for me. So is that the thing that's going to like in retrospect? Is that the one thing that you're going to look back on? That's just incredible for you in this opening time yeah i mean there's so like mistakes always happen right like over this 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 week has been a little more of a uh, a learning a learning curve kind of week than than most and i've looked back on that day multiple times as like you know sometimes shit goes bad right and it happens in every business but uh there's always like there's always those really good times that kind of anchor you to it and remind you why you do this uh the people behind me are the reason that i do this and uh that's 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 the great part of it. Chris, biggest surprise. My biggest surprise. That he can count on me. A yes. 
Finally. <laughs> no. Finally it all comes no. to fruition. I don't know, big surprise in a, in reality. I mean, we always knew that Nick would be would be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um... To be, to be continued. Biggest surprise. I think it, the the perception. Yeah. I, I think the perception is, is my biggest surprise that we have not had. Sorry about the cleaning. You can hear that. Uh, it doesn't matter. They're cleaning. Cleaning. Uh, yeah, I think the perception of how well how well people are like buying into not buying into it, but I don't want to call it buying into. It seems like a more derogatory. Yeah, more sounds more derogatory. I think that's like believing in it. Maybe maybe is the word the right word or the right phrase. Well, three months ago we talked about what was it? It was like we didn't even know it was new to the area. We weren't sure how it was going to be received. Um, yeah. We knew that you guys were following a vision and a passion, mm-hmm. and then to kind of see it in fruition a month later is pretty awesome. Yeah, I. I, I when we have people here all the time that were were big, uh, avid fans of the restaurant that was here before, and uh, they come in here like, okay, well, this is what we were, we're expecting at all. Like they're like, like they're testing us, right? But yeah, yeah, they, yeah, and and they're blown away by it. Like, I've had that four or five times already, and I'm I'm grateful for that. So I, th- yeah. I think that that's kind of what we were looking for, and it's really hard to change a. Like I guess a stigma or whatever you would want to call it that was here before, and and now that we're exceeding that, it's great. So well, that's interesting because uh, I didn't realize that there'd be people who were just so much bigger fans of the last restaurant yes. that would come in here to challenge. This is a challenge to see what you guys are up to. Yeah, yeah. no, it happens on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. On a daily basis. Which wow. is fine. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, it's fine. Well, I welcome know. it. I mean, because it's it's it's. I, I you know I fully believe in the fact the product <laughs> that we put out, and it's not it's not the same concept. It's not the same concept, right? No, we're not we're not uh, just a Mexican restaurant. I mean, we're com- we're encompassing a, a third of the earth, uh, yeah. and and representing a, a, a large part of the world that we live in, and uh, I'm I'm proud of that. So, and I think I think we do it well enough that you know, people who like don't have. I, I had a group of. Uh, people who are from Puerto Rico today in the restaurant and were completely just flabbergasted by, by from Puerto Rico mm-hmm. uh, yeah they're over there yeah, they're, they're yeah. an entire Puerto Rican family so like is there a, a way party to of like, 18 when, 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 when a Puerto Rican family of 18 comes that's in intimidating that, I was gonna say yeah. is that, are you communicating that to the kitchen no he doesn't that? he should never tell me that because <laughs> really uh, a, a Greek Italian individual from Crown Point, Indiana, should never know that a whole Puerto Rican family is in their dining room <laughs> serving the Mexican, like their cuisine of of their heritage. Like I, I, I would that that would make me very nervous because, but it's been perceived very well. We had the the uh, National Association of I don't remember. I know what you're talking I, about. Yes. It, was, it was a Puerto Rican it was, society it was out a of Puerto Chicago. R- yes, really. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they came down our first week, and, and they were here. No, they wanted to come. They, didn't, they never came. They wanted to come. No, they came. They did? Yes. Oh, okay. It was a party of four. So that's good. Oh, he didn't tell you. Six. He didn't let you Thank know. Thank you for letting me know. You're welcome. Okay. He didn't want to make you nervous. That's fine. Great. High no, five. Sorry. I don't want to make you nervous. No, they were here. They loved everything. That's they, they, they really surprising. Did. Wow. Yeah. It's, just, it's just very, um, I would say, over... I don't know, overwhelming because like you that, that's their heritage their cuisine like that's not anything that that uh I feel <laughs> why so laughing? bad right now that's surprising thank you <laughs> I'm sorry man I thought you didn't want to know I don't want to know thank you alright well good good so that happened uh and they liked it I guess okay uh but anyways that is it's intimidating it's very intimidating 
uh, to like have somebody's heritage. Like if I were to go to a Greek restaurant, like I know what to expect, right? Sure. sure. And I know how, what the flavors taste like, and that's what I grew up with. So, so for the I'm record, comfortable with as, a, as an American, when I hear Greek, <laughs> and I've got an American, I mean Polish. Italian immigrant son, fourth generation, right? Yes. Um, so that's I'm used to American food. I, we didn't really come up with a nationality outside of pierogies. Um, <laughs> what is what, what? What can someone like uh, expect at a Greek restaurant? Because I think gyro. Okay. Oh wait, we gotta, first we got to fix your pronunciation on that. Gyro. There you go. Gyro. Better. Much better. Okay. okay. Still should know to work. Should know better. Um, I mean. I don't know, Nick, you take this one. I've been I feel like a lot. What, what? the other thing is like olives. I remember, it feels <laughs> yeah. like everything's olives or if it's like so, a, so a like, like a Yino is like the Greek like cheeseburger. <laughs> it is. It's, it's it's Greek fast food. It's phenomenal, but I mean it's just it's Greek fast food. You get that like anytime you go to Greece, you get that like on a on a cart anywhere on the street, anywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere you go. Uh, it's it, seafood is huge. Uh, especially where my family comes from, Chris and my, Chris and my family. Uh, Did we talk about this? We talked about we might be related. Yeah, we think we're related. Re- like really, Chris's father and my father are from the same <laughs> village on the same island in Greece. It is a small. This, this village. was on the podcast. It was. Yeah, it was. Wow. We might be related. We just yeah. don't. Know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, but it's it's coastal, right? Like we're surrounded by water, so there's a lot of seafood that happens where uh, where our dads are from. Um, not a lot of uh, not a lot of meats like Argentina, right? We have the churrasco here. Uh, there's not a lot of like whole grilled big meats because there's not that kind of stuff around. There's goat, goat. there's lamb, there's uh, a little bit of uh, uh, beef and pork, but there's a, there's a lot of seafood. Wow. That you from, so that's what I'm used to. Hmm. Uh, poultry, interesting. Poultry, yeah. And it's not it's a pita, right? Essentially, it's a pita. that's what you, you would call it. It would be on a pita. The Aido, uh, but you're really stuck on this Aido thing. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm thinking like when I think of pita, I think of like what is it like the uh, triangle cut too? So like you got the triangle cut, and then you've got the olives, and then you've got the like that's a dish, right? I'm not just making this up, or am I making? Or you thinking up? like like oh like like just wedges of pita and like hummus <laughs> and olives and yeah, you got the hummus, every... the hummus aspect of it. You yeah. got the olives. Yeah. I so mean, you so you're describing so that's an appetizer. So you're saying in this entire so you're time, describing the French fries of the Mediterranean. Okay, so I've had the French fries and, and the, the burger. cheeseburger. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so, what so. would be what would be like the main dish? I, ooh, for me, uh, yeah. Give me a dish. Give me an entree. For me, a huge one was octopus growing up. Really? Seriously, hmm. uh, octopus was very, very big uh, for me growing up. So, what's souvlaki? Souvlaki is uh, yeah. like a, a pork kebab. Well, it can be. It can be. Can be pork can be. or chicken. More chicken. Is that Greek too? More lamb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's that's amazing. But it's mm-hmm. souvlaki is typically marinated in a in garlic oregano, and they're also Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. Typically, yeah, uh, it can be. Almost well, some sometimes no, but yeah, garlic oregano, olive oil, lemon, Greek yogurt. Well, I know and the, the acid from the yogurt the cure like kind of helps. It's just it kind of helps soften the meat a little bit. You know, kind of cure the meat a little bit. So before you cook wow. it, it comes softer. So. Hmm. Well, that's I, the the whole Greek thing of it is fascinating because like, could you ever by any chance like uh, invite me over to some type of like family outing? Yeah, can I do that? You want to come over tomorrow? <laughs> What's tomorrow? Is just day off? No, I'm just off tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you're just gonna come catch lunch? Yeah, I want to watch. I want to watch WrestleMania tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I'm awesome. In. Awesome. I know our buddy Joe Henderson has been doing it. Yep, he's gonna roast the lamb in his front yard and watch oh WrestleMania. God. Oh man! Like on the kebab thing that just like circles it around. And what's the uh, what's the, the Spanish one? one? Uh, Spanish Spanakopita. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Spanakopita, Tiriopitas. I, d- I dated a Greek girl for a couple of years. That's the only thing I remember. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Well, that's imaginary. That man. Josh how, has never dated anybody. How loud was that? That's not true. <laughs> how loud? How loud? What? Was she? How loud was that? How loud? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Touche. <laughs> Anyways. No, oh, you just passed the buck on that. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to. Okay. All right. We won't talk about her anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You really shut that down quick. No. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Cheers to the debate. Yeah. He needs a drink after that one. <laughs> Is there anything you guys wanted to hey, add? Hey man, I've been there. Don't. It's, I understand why you don't want to talk about it because it's, it's Greek oh, families. Yeah. Greek families are expansive. It's weird. Like they talk. Oh really? Like, oh yeah. There's a network. Oh, oh yeah. Is it like the Dutch network? Because that, that's the one I'm in. I don't know. The it Dutch didn't Dutch end really well either. So is there, oh, a Dutch, well. is there a Dutch mafia? Oh, it's a real thing, man. A Dutch mafia? It's a real. Oh yeah, thing. that's yeah. a real thing. That's a real thing. Josh's dad is part of it. <laughs> he runs it. <laughs> <laughs> he runs that bitch. <laughs> no, it's it's for real. Uh, marrying into the Dutch community was really like an intense uh, like process. I mean, I mean even to the know. point that we all go to the same high school. They all Every go to the Dutch same person high school. Goes yeah. to Indiana. So Everyone. they all know each other. That goes back to at least three generations per person. It's amazing. So if you, it's called Dutch bingo. Mm-hmm. This is a real thing. You say you say a last name and then you figure out who you know from that last name and who you're related to in that family. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But we all somehow are related to one another. Every one of us. Yeah. Yep. Similar. Oh, we're definitely related then, you and I. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it is the same thing. Yeah. But you guys went to the same high school too. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. Look at that. So the Dutch and the Greek, they could actually get along. Yeah. We're making moves here. <laughs> Would have never thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they all go to the same churches. They all go to the same high school. They all go to. They all do are in the same trades too. That's the other thing. They're all. They're all into like building trades. Um, what else? What other trades? You would know more. Accounting. They're in yep. a lot of a lot of accountants. A lot of landscaping for a some reason. A lot of landscaping. You're right about that. Yeah. It's like Creekside. Yeah. That's that, that's that's a Dutch guy. That's uh, Mike Arnold. Yep. Um, I had a couple more from my class that all had like Scott Skiringa has yep. landscaping. Yep. Wait, you know Mike uh, Skiringa? That's his older brother. Blonde hair kid? Yep. He's my tr- fraternity brother. Nice. <laughs> yep. I graduated with Chris his younger brother, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the fourth wheel over here. Yeah. You're Nick Papa Miskowski, and then Chris, you're going to have to be something like Chris Von Pappas. Von. Von Pappas. <laughs> yes. That's going to be the next thing. All right. Well, there's a lot. Uh, Max Gruen has got his own company. Yep. Uh, Was there anything you guys want to add before we uh, jump into Josh's uh, movie segment? Oh, uh, Chris has groupies now. Get out of here. Uh-huh. What, are they, what, what does that look like? Uh, doesn't look like much. Some, some, some look all right. Some not so much. Really? <laughs> so you're saying there's people I'm just that? Uh, oh, I was gonna say that would have been awesome if there was like a group of people that were coming here. Well, that'd be, be female, right? If there'd be groupies, unless I mean, uh, I guess that could be a whole other darker the, side the, of it the, all. The, the few that I'm aware of currently, there is uh, one male and a few females. Yes. But we uh, we came up. What was the name we came up with right before the podcast uh, started? Foodoopies. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny because it sounds like food, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, anyways, yes. There may be a few awkward photos of me just smiling with mm-hmm. people, really? customers. Yeah. Can I see some of those or no? No, I, I, they're not on my phone. They just asked to take pictures with me. Yeah, but I'm sure they're on. You're tagged. Uh, no. No, it's, it's, really? it's, it's like he's not even like a celebrity. I'm, I'm not a celebrity, but they just want to take photos. I don't know why they want to take photos of me. It's weird. So, so, when so someone, photogenic. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That's not it. 
<laughs> so when you go, <laughs> so when you, so does someone have to like come back and be like, Chris, can you please come up there? People want to take pictures yeah, with you. Yeah, that that's happened on uh, my, several occasions. So my aunt is one of these people. Okay, so that doesn't count. Well, no, but that's that's it, like it does, one of the though. eight that she took happens s- eight? in a month. In a month. In a month. Wow, so that's two a week. Yeah. Incredible. Uh-huh. I have to stop what I'm doing in the kitchen. Uh, and sometimes during when we're very busy, and that's... Planning a $92 ribeye. Yes, planning a $92 ribeye. To pose with To pose with... <laughs> you know, this, this, this smile like, hi, I just met you. Can I take a picture with you? Like, wow. Yeah, happens. I would have never thought that. Then I think I we mean, need to start developing random. some kind of like chef show around you now. For local two one nine, we could start doing some stuff that's like making you Emerald or the uh, Gordon Ramsay. Bam, bam, yeah, bam. nice. We can make you like the, uh, the the show I love, Ugly Delicious, on Netflix. You ever see that show? No, I have not. It's either. wild, man. Well, everyone's like a like a re- world renowned chef at this point, right? Of course. It's like that's every single like open to every show who has some type of like chef behind it. But essentially, what this guy does is he introduces pizza. Tacos um, oh, yeah, across the cool. board. Nine nine episodes, I think, of the first season, and he goes and he tries to figure out who does the best of that. And so I think the pizza one was in New York, and then he went to Connecticut, where I think there's like New Haven, I believe, is like this spot in pizza. And then he takes it from there. He goes to Italy, so he travels the the world with it too. One of the ones he did was barbecue, all south. And then he was like, well. Why don't Koreans do barbecue? So he went up to Korea and tried barbecue, went to Japan to do barbecue, and all that stuff, and try to figure it out. It's essentially what he does. Mm. Yep, I don't know if that's what's happening here, but... <laughs> I think it is. I think it's just... It's what's, they're just taking pictures, but it's fine. For now. For now. So maybe you got to do something It's only, it's only a couple days now. before you get panties in your mailbox, or boxer briefs, whichever one. <laughs> they're coming. Well, I hope... Property of Josh Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my panties. <laughs> They smell like fish. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, fish! I know who these are. Jesus. <laughs> this is going so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, no, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool to do some kind of cooking show. You know what? That's the number one thing people reach out to me about. They want to cover food. Yeah. It's the number one thing. Well, like people want to blog about food, and they're always like, probably once but, a week, someone's like. I would love to be a food blogger for you. Please, like, hook me up. Well, that's, like, the number, like, Nick and I talk about this all the time, about how, like, it's it's very critical of, like, what we're doing because everything that we do is sensitive just because of who we're, who, we're, who our guests are. Mm-hmm. Everything can be put online, and we have to really be sure that what we're putting out is quality because any single time that can compromise integrity right so oh, sure yeah. that's the toughest part right now so I think I think who like who we're like trying to represent also is a big part of it as well like it's a culture that has some representation but like we talked about three months ago like the, the representation of latin america around here is tacos beans rice and burritos and yeah. burritos aren't so Mexican we had beans. a yeah right. we had right. a couple be authentic is, is important we had a couple right. walk out the other day because we didn't have burritos in our menu yes really we did yes we did what about, I'm sorry? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we yeah. said I'm sorry, and then they were like, okay, and they walked away. But it's, I think it's, it's, it's a testament it's, to like the fact that a lot of folks around here just don't understand what real Latin American cuisine is, or real Latin cuisine is in general. I mean, it's, hmm. uh, so, so to, to, to bring that to the area, again, is 
it's important and exciting to us. Well, it's the first of its kind, and it's amazing. Thanks. So we really appreciate the guys that you guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a it's a Sisyphean task where sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like you guys are pushing a uh, a ball up the the hill, and sometimes it comes back on you. But it, I mean, you guys are really doing a great job when it comes to being a visionary, and Thank you. bringing something new to this area. So the place is awesome. Thanks, guys. From food to looks to atmosphere to everything. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, you guys did great. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Josh. Okay, I had some thoughts. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, we oh, got some time to think All about right, it so for a second. So we're still going to uh, explain the Matrix. It's been a while, so while I get into it, feel free to bounce back because yeah, I'm sure yeah. I'm going to mess stuff up. But I was thinking about next week. What if? What if we don't? What if I just explain a movie and you have to? You have to guess what it is. I think that's funny. I think that's funny. And I'll make sure it's something that I know you've seen because you won't understand because I'm awful. Yeah, that, that would be actually really funny. But you it have to try be. to figure out the movie. Yeah. Okay. I like your idea. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we're doing that. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Okay, we that. You guys, feel free to jump in here. Last week, uh, uh, well, two weeks ago when we did this, and he tried to explain the three rules of Fight Club. Turns out uh, I got someone, on, someone on Twitter called him out, and it's eight rules of Fight Club. Which sucks, because I third love one, Fight Club. And the I third one that he even mentioned wasn't right. No. So he got, he got called out. It, well, it, was, it was a rule. I just didn't have it in the right place. It was like seven. It was the last one. It was eight. Okay. <laughs> Which also in really is the right place if you think about it, because I only said three. And it was the last one. Yeah. Well, you missed five. So I missed that's, five a, that's quite a bit. Yeah, that's quite a bit. Blatantly <laughs> messed that up for sure. So I'm, I'm sure we've got we've got our uh, we've got our drinks. We're ready to rock this. Yeah. Um, Josh, go for it. You try to explain this. The, okay. The major. <laughs> so I don't even remember how the movie starts. <laughs> to be completely honest, I can't set the opening scene for you. All right. But I Good. know that there's this guy. Uh-huh. Uh, you mean Keanu Reeves? Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. That's the the national treasure that is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> national treasure. He's not a national treasure. Who gave you Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? How dare you say Keanu Reeves is not a national oh, treasure? Oh, yeah. Hardball? Have you ever seen that? Oh, you said a national a treasure. A national treasure. Yeah. I thought you said in national treasure. No, no. no. That's, that's, clearly. that's clearly. Yeah, yeah. right. So anyways. Clage. Old Clage. Clage clearly. Uh-huh. Um, so this dude, uh, from what I remember, is like... I feel like he's in the same kind of boat as the last movie. He like just doesn't like his job. He's working some sort of office job or something. And then uh, help me with the, the name of the guy that's trying to kill him, Mister Anderson. No, he's Mister Anderson. Yes. Who that's is the name? Agent. Of the... Agent. I'm, I'm just gonna give you half of it. It's uh, Elrond from Lord of the Rings. Hugo Weaving. Agent. Agent Smith. Smith. Uh-huh. Why wow, that's so simple? How can I not think of that? Yeah, it's been a long time. Couldn't. Right. <laughs> so uh, Agent Smith's trying to kill this guy. I do remember this one scene with this uh, the chick that's like running on the ceiling, <laughs> on the top of the buildings. You're not kidding me so bad. <laughs> it goes all over the place. And man. he's trying. This is the sorry. best part. I'm this sorry. This is the best part. Of I'm this sorry. Whole thing. I mean, I can really explain it. This is well, just for it. fun. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm so really explain it. Yeah, really explain. All right. So <laughs> they dive into the Matrix. Uh, Which pill they take? I'm getting to that point, okay. dude. Don't, get, don't rush me. You're talking about Morpheus with the floating glasses. Oh, we got Morpheus. Right. Okay. And the red and the blue. Uh, which one do they take? Red, the blue what? The red red pill? Oh. Or the blue I don't pill? Know, it's your story. It's your story. Which one? They're taking, the red, they're taking the red pill this time. I don't, doesn't matter. 
So, just to recap, there's a guy working in the building, and there's a guy by the agent Agent Smith trying yeah. to kill him. El Ron from Lord of the Rings. from Lord of the Rings. And then there's someone uh, jumping, like climbing the ceiling. The chick. The, the, the chick. chick. Uh-huh. And then now we're not sure what pill they took, but they took right. the red one. Right. They took the red one. But you so jumped they from get into the one Matrix. To like hour Isn't 40 it like uh, where, yeah? Oh, dude, I get all over the place. And hour I'll go to the seven. end and then jump back to the beginning again. That's how this. That's how my my shit works. And in my head, I'm all, I'm, I'm good. But uh, so the, I know they go into the Matrix from that needle going into the back of their neck, right? Yeah. And they're like strapped up to a chair. There's right. a name to that. So the Matrix is like what we're living in now. Is that how they explain it? Like this would be our matrix. Uh, does that does that seem me. right? You gotta. I I think, yeah, yeah, I, think, I guess so. I think so. Sure. So there's like a world outside of this that we can't perceive. Right. That's okay. Like, that's so that's the overarching of the of the movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the three. Right. right. I would agree that that's why it's right. called the Matrix. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so in the f- man, we're only doing the first one, right? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> three is gonna be tough. We're gonna You're be here for a while. Uh-huh. Um, I trying to. I don't even remember what happens in the first one. I know. Uh, the one, the one, uh, the one dude dies with the chain gun. I remember he gets shot up. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. Yeah. Fact- in, sl- in slow factual. motion. To be yeah. to be honest, dude, it's been years since All I've right, seen so, this. So, so, so can I help you? Can yeah, I give come you like on, a dive in. Yeah, dive please, in. Let me give you a direction. Well, at least to go give me the opening scene. What? What? How does it start? No. So so I'm I'm gonna give you like an overarching like storyline, and then you can like fill it in along the way. From what I remember. From what you remember. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The overarching storyline of the first Matrix is the journey of. Mr. Anderson, right, which is Neo, which is the one, mm-hmm. becoming the one. So he goes from being Mr. Anderson to being the one at the end of the At what point in this story. does Mr. Smith get hit by the subway? <laughs> <laughs> that is near the end. And then they get sucked up through the telephone booth. Correct. That is earlier in the film. Okay. You're all over the place. Yes. I am. I am. I, just, I wish you guys, dude, I remember you guys scenes. clearly did Fight Club. <laughs> I remember scenes and I don't know how to put them together. No, it's that's, great. That's how it no, goes. It's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll help you win because I've seen gotcha. that movie so many times. Is there anything else you remember? Uh, we'll get there. Okay. They come. They pop to me as they do. All right, yeah. yeah the, the journey of Neo becoming the one is, I mean, because right. he's got... Because he, he stops bullet. the bullets with the hands. Right. That's when he becomes the one. Right. But that's not in the first movie. It is. It, it is? is? Yes. Yeah. He's the yeah. one in the first movie? At the end. Who wrote that shit? The Wachowski brothers? <laughs> you couldn't wait till a little Which, bit further. Are they brothers at this point? Well, I, I, I want At Josh the time, they're for sure the, the brothers. The yeah. Wachowski brothers are brothers at the time. Were they not? Wait a minute, what? I think they're both transgender now. What? Really? Yeah, really. Interesting. Whoa. That's, I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, I mean, a little 180 on you, but yeah, no, no. they did that. Yeah, I remember he was in the white room and they were like downloading a bunch of languages and jujitsu into his brain. Yes, and he woke up and he knew. He goes, "I know jujitsu," yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's. I wish I could learn stuff like that. That's, so you're a Star that Wars awesome. fan. I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah. So think of it as in like Luke Skywalker in the original three, learning how to use the Force. Sure. That's probably the best way to sum it up, right? Yeah. And so Obi Wan Kenobi. What do they call? Is uh, more pro- a protagonist. Or protagonist. protagonist is the lead character. That's a positive. Yeah. So he would be like Luke in this. Yes. Correct. And then Morpheus is more like the Obi Wan Kenobi, the an- not the antagonist. Antagonist would be that would be the, like, the evil. That'd be Smith. Smith. That's what's Darth like Vader. the what's like the 
So if you have the protagonist, what's well, like the... I don't even know how to say it. That's almost an like antagonist. The, almost like the higher power, or um, kind of like the, like influ the, like the, the influencer on the protagonist. What, what would he be called? Oh, there's a couple of different things. I mean, there's there's like an like like thing. the Morpheus. Yeah. Or what about what about wasn't there a teacher maestro? Nice like, thing. are you talking like Mr. Miyagi terms? There's some like old Karate chick Kid's too. Kind of similar. Oh yeah. Right. You right. got the, the Cobra the Kai, who's kind of like the Darth Vader. Right, and then you've got Daniel's son, who's Luke Skywalker, right. and then Miyagi's kind of Obi Wan Kenobi. Right, or in this sense, Morpheus and the Oracle, Neo and yeah. Agent, and then Agent Smith sweeping the leg. Right, but the Oracle's not. <laughs> Put him in, the in a body one. bag. That's right. <laughs> right, the there's Oracle. there is an Oracle. Right? The Oracle's the omniscient character who knows all. Right? Knows all. So like right. the Yoda. Oracle Yoda. is but like the old lady Yoda, or Yoda. the Force in general, or right? the Force. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's in one with it, right? We'll talk, guys. I'm just going to sit quiet and eat my chips. <laughs> so essentially what happened... When's the last time you saw Matrix? Dude, I've been eating tacos and stuff all the <laughs> Dude. That's the boat I'm in. Yeah. And they got me explaining this thing. The last boat you were in, made you were so small fishy, so... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think that was a good attempt, Josh, as always. Into your, into you are your... very much lying to me. That was so good. That was not good at all. I feel, no, I feel like I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> really, I. If there was a minute and a half, if there was a two and a half minute version of the Matrix, we just heard it. Yeah, that's it. And not in any linear form. Knowledge. Knowledge. Dropping it Knowledge. on you. <laughs> yeah. And so then, where did Matrix 2 and 3 go? I don't even remember that at this point. Oh. Um, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please, no, please. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, like I remember us, the so. spaceships flying from like the the crazy aliens with the tentacles. Yeah, that was, them. that was well. That's three. Well, uh, no, you're, that's two and three. Continue. Two and three. There's, uh -huh. It happens, happens twice. Uh, I remember. Oh, you said Neo stops the bullets in one. Yeah. He also, but he does it again. Twice. Oh, I remember him doing the the. What's well, called literally called the Matrix where you. Doing the, doing the back thing where he's dodging the bullets. Are you getting that, Dan? Dan, are you getting that? Josh, can you can you do that one more time for Dan? Why well, I can't really like you can stand up here. and you know what I'm talking about. Right. Right. That works. No, but, it's, but it's great. It's do great it. doing it against right the booth. We're going this way. Fantastic. We're going this way. <laughs> you guys shoot the bullets at me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. That happens in one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Then I don't remember the other two. That's all right. Well, it was a good attempt. Except for the, the tentacles and the, the tentacles spaceships. And, yeah. and those twin guys. You're yeah. getting saucer on my pepper. Yeah, this is getting sloppy. Damn, that's my bad. That's how you buy me. So that's why that, that's why we almost have to make this a weekly recurring segment, as you guys see. Like, that oh, is fantastic. Like, that is phenomenal. Next week, we you found ain't even going to know. We found this uh, that he had this special skill. I was explaining <laughs> Wonder Woman to him. At a bar. At a bar. And it was just like, I have no idea what he's saying at all. But this is why it's got to be a segment. I really, I really, can't, I really cannot wait to like, hear it go the other way. And you just start describing, then you have to guess. No, I'm that's so going to be so intense. It's going to be tough for you. No, it will be, yeah. Or the guest. And Whatever I'm not even going to watch the movie. Guest. I'm just going to do it based off of something I haven't seen in five years. Well, I, I would, would you have got the Matrix from that? No. <laughs> yeah, you would. Not a, well, you I called him Neo and Morpheus. No, nah, I don't think you went to Neo right away. You went to Mr. Anderson. And so that's a little bit, you know, like oh, a that's, symbolic. I, no, that's not nebulous for me. I'd get that right away. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Mr. Anderson. I mean, I kind of hit the high like, points. Well, when you're thinking, though... Running on the ceiling. You were running on the ceiling. No, you didn't. No. Right. Right. you, you got to remember the chick that's running running across the, the, the roofs. <laughs> right? Do you know what I'm talking... Is that how the movie opens? Please tell me that's how it opens. Uh, or am I just thinking of Batman? How it opens? Batman. I know that scene starts with the roof and the... I mean, the, I know the where gambling gun that goes I have into a hard time the bank. the beginning scene of that movie. I do right. too. I don't no, remember how to, Why do I feel like it was Trinity running on the roofs away from jumping Agent Smith no, to jumping, start the movie? Jumping on the motorcycle, right? Was that the first one? No, I don't remember either. You've poisoned my brain. <laughs> you figured out a way to confuse she, everybody. He, she, he, I remember she like jumps off a, a building and then like through a window. Yes. I feel like that's the start of the movie. I'm pretty sure it is, actually. Because she, 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 runs, she runs around the wall, <laughs> she like kills those cops. She picks yeah. up the phone, yeah. and then it cuts to me. I think you're right. Oh, yeah. that's right, because I the dude right. can just like become whoever he wants. He just like takes over people's bodies. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. all of the yeah. agents can. Yes, crazy. Yeah. So was, what does so? It was 1999. I mean, man. He, yeah, it was huge philosophical question here. Um, what is the Matrix mean then at this point? I mean, if, is it being able to kind of have the whole skill set of being able to see the world from like in the seventh dimension that you're no one else can kind of see and being able to manipulate that essentially or is it the other way that we live in a veil of shadows and lies and none of us know anything oh so we're looking at from a government to a citizen side of things or from when we're talking conspiracy that's could be I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know I don't know I'm trying to answer the question no it makes sense totally makes sense mm -hmm. totally. I think about it too much I get sad <laughs> I might cry at my tables tomorrow again. Oh, there's no way. You got WrestleMania tomorrow. There's no way you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania was tonight. I missed it. You got 10 hours of it watching it tomorrow, though. That's nah, all right. I, I think it's 10 time. hours long. Well, I think it's 7. Holy shit. What? Oh, that's too long. That's is it, what is it like? A, it's not a 7 hour match. No, they have like multiple man. There's not just one guy fighting another guy for seven hours, dude. No, I thought it was like. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the rest no, of the was like. That's a shift that with Chris <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I thought it was like uh, like the everybody comes out and it's like the, the king of the ring. No, that's Royal Rumble. That's for that's Royal Rumble. Mm, that's yeah. where I'm getting every two minutes. I never really yeah. got into wrestling. I didn't either until uh, like eight months six, ago. No, six months ago. Six, I wasn't allowed yeah, to watch it growing up. Well, it's, you uh, missed out because it's it was pretty adult. fun then. Yeah. He shows up to work one day, six months ago. Chris, guess what I did? I watched wrestling. Cool, so man. Don't miss it. I do it. No, I do it with my friends. It's like a weekly like excuse to hang out. That's fun. There's a lot That's of people that are way into it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. If you take it for what it is, it's fun. Chris bought me a balloon. Yep. Had John Cena on the front. <laughs> nice. So that is kind of cool. Is that your favorite? No. My favorite wrestler? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know if I have one. Right now, uh, just to just to piss off my buddy Alex, it would be Woken Matt Hardy. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. No, that's I fine. Liked, we don't have to I liked uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Was he the one that rammed the beer truck? Yes. Yeah, that's the one. I liked. Yes, yeah, when he was in his feud with Vince McMahon back yep. in the nineties. I mean, yes, it's hard to over. It's hard to top uh, like the the legend of Hulk Hogan at its height. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. Like that was a big one. Unless you ram a beer truck into a ring. 
Um, That's pretty cool. I'm taking Hogan over over Stone Cold Steve Austin in like a, at the. Well, oh, you're getting stunned on the way out here. That's what's happening. <laughs> well, you're getting the shittiest closing move of all time: the leg drop from Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he couldn't do anything. It was too big. He was too big. He had to do the he had to do like literally the body slam uh-huh. into like like the the leg drop that didn't hurt anybody. Dude, some of the finishers that exist now in the WWE are phenomenal. Really? Uh huh. Like just I remember just, Rey just really Mysterio cool. was. Okay, so I, I know I know that we're going really long. <laughs> I apologize, but do you know Rey Mysterio killed a man in the ring? Holy shit! No. no way. Yeah. So he had it was the I don't remember the name of the like movie, on but, live television. I don't know if it was on live. It was taped because you can find it on YouTube, Holy and it's it's shit. terrible to watch. And I don't recommend doing it, but I have seen it. Uh, and I don't remember the name of the finisher, but it's it's when he like he like does the leg whip from outside the ropes, right? Is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He like jumps on the dude's head, like spins around, flips yeah. him. It's insane. So something went wrong and it broke the man's neck Dang. and the guy died. And it was it was after it was terrible. I'm sorry to end it that way, but it was it was it was Well it thanks was, for listening everybody. And uh, we're at an hour, so we're gonna sign off here. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Never gets better than death. Death in WWE. Like um but uh, is there any way that they can everybody can find you guys at? Uh, yeah, so uh, we're still pretty active on Facebook. Just uh, come to the restaurant. Well, yeah, well, we're here, clearly. 110 South Main Street, Crown Point, Indiana, on the square, right between 12 Islands and uh, the China King, or Martoni's <laughs> if you're more familiar with it. Uh, Facebook, Retro Latin Provisions, uh, Instagram, at ProvechoCP, Twitter, at ProvechoCP, uh, all, those, all those kinds of places. Cool. Thank yeah. you guys very much. Our pleasure. And if you would awesome. uh, like to find us, as I put on my radio voice... Us as in Local 219. You can follow us on all of our platforms at Local 219, except for Twitter is Local underscore 219. And uh, if you don't want to hit us up there, you want to send us an email, it's uh, Alan, A-L-A-N, at Local219.tv. And Josh, J-O-S-H, at Local219.tv. Thanks for listening. If only you could apply this to the Matrix. It'd be awesome. (laughs) That's all I need. It's just a radio I cannot wait to guess what movie you're talking about next week. That makes it 20 times better. Now I have no idea. You're in for a shit show. you got to make sure that I know it, though. you got to figure out a way to... It'll be one that everybody's seen. Okay. Chris, anything you'd like to add? Nope. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, like Josh said, you can follow us everywhere. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday with the owner of Beer Geeks, Jason Owens. Talk to you soon. Later.